We're going to go ahead and jump right into it with our call to worship, with our sermon. Now, I said that we would be... What candle did we light earlier? Does anyone remember? Hope was last week. We lit faith. Now, the sermon is titled, Peace, Have No Fear. If you've been with us before, you know that back in October we had our No Fear series. And if you remember anything, there is one thing essential to not having fear. There is one thing essential to being able to be at peace. Five-letter word. Faith, right? Our faith is essential in us being able to be at peace. And so that is why today we are looking as we light the candle of faith, peace. Now, our scripture is in Luke. Chapter 2, starting with verse 8. Now, I encourage you to follow along with the pews in the Bible. I'm going to be reading from the message, which is a paraphrase, just to kind of help the story of the first Christmas season to be truly revealed to us. And it says this in Luke chapter 8, starting in verse 2. There were shepherds camping in their neighborhood. They had set watch over their sheep, and suddenly God's angels stood among them, and God's glory blazed around them. They were terrified. The angel said, don't be afraid. I'm here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. A Savior has been born in David's town, a Savior who is Messiah and Master. This is what you're to look for, a babe wrapped in a blanket and laying in a manger. At once, the angel was joined by a huge angelic choir singing God's praises. Glory to God in the highest. Peace to all men and women on earth who praise him. As the angel choir withdrew into heaven, the shepherds talked to it over and said, let's get over to Bethlehem as fast as we can and see for ourselves what God has revealed to us. They left running and found Mary and Joseph and the baby laying in a manger. Seeing was believing. They told everyone they met what the angels had said about this child, and all who heard the shepherds were impressed. But Mary kept all these things to herself, holding them dear, deep within herself. The shepherds returned and let loose, glorifying and praising God for everything they had heard and seen. It turned out exactly the way they had been told. When the angels came to the shepherds or herders and told them the good news, it was sharing the fact that one of the greatest events in history had just occurred. The Messiah, the long-awaited Messiah, had finally come, had finally been born. 
the age which the Jews had waited for was finally here. But what's interesting is that when it finally happened, when the King of Kings, when the long-awaited Messiah came, there wasn't no royal decree There wasn't an announcement from a palace somewhere. Instead, the chosen messengers to spread the news of the Messiah's birth were shepherds. The good news about Jesus is that he came for all types of people with the message of peace. He comes to the plain, the ordinary, and the outcast of society. He comes to anyone with a heart humble enough to hear him and accept him. Whoever we are, whatever we've done, Jesus came for us. We don't have to meet extraordinary qualifications. Jesus accepts us just as we are. So as we come together in this place, may we be able to gather, to come together in peace and celebrate the coming of Christ, of the good news of peace for all of us in our lives. Now, Luke 2, chapter 8 starts off with the angel Gabriel announcing the coming birth of Jesus in John in Luke 1, right? Here a host of angels announced the good news of Jesus' birth and broke out in exuberant praise, though, in Luke 2. They called the baby Jesus the promised Messiah, meaning Savior. Now, such a huge fanfare would be normally made for someone, a child of royal descent. But if you know anything about the Christmas story, you know that the reason they were in Bethlehem was because they were from the line of who? David, right? And David was a king. And so... When the Messiah, the Savior, was born from a line of kings, when God's Son came to earth, the angels declared it. A royal messenger wasn't enough. Instead, many, a multitude, were sent to sing it out. Glory to God in the highest. And then what was that last, next part? Peace and goodwill to men, right? Now, shepherds were the first 
to hear about the Messiah. Why is that important for us today? Because shepherds were in no way extraordinary. In fact, in the scheme of things, they were a lot like us. In the rungs of society, they may not even have been on the ladder. But they were given the great privilege of having God send his own heavenly messengers to tell them the good news. Peace brings out the best for God. The shepherds' lives were changed once they heard the good news. Ordinary people on an ordinary day soon became tasked with sharing the most extraordinary news. And they did it willingly. Colossians 3, 23 through 24 says, Whatever you do, do it like it's for Jesus. The shepherds, they were going about their job when the birth of the Messiah was announced to them. And what did they do? They went to go see about the Messiah, and then they were blessed because peace brings obedience to God. When the angels came and told them about the Messiah being born and what they should look for, do you think the shepherds sat and deliberated, broke out their day planners and tried to fit it in, looked at their calendar on their phone trying to find out which day, which time worked best and were there any other appointments? They didn't even consider the fact that if they left their flocks unattended, something might happen. Instead, they said, let's go. Let's go down there. If this is truly the one who can save us all, then why are we still standing here? Right? Now, it's no surprise that when the angels first appeared, they were a little terrified. One translation even says they were so afraid. They were shaken in their boots. But that wasn't an unusual reaction. Throughout the Bible, men like Abraham and Moses and Joshua and Jeremiah, Daniel, Zechariah, Peter, Paul, John, even Mary, when the angel would appear to them and speak to them, They experienced a little fear.
But they pushed through that fear. In faith, believing that what the angels were saying was true, that seeing would be believing. And so they went to go see the Messiah. Now, how many of you guys have ever had to go on a trip that you didn't want to do? For me, I don't like to drive, and so literally any trip is a trip that I may not look forward to in anticipation just because it involves a car and traffic. But when the shepherds were obedient and faithful in going to see the Messiah as the angels had instructed, they didn't say, well, I guess we should go down there and see what they're talking about. I mean, we might as well walk over there. We ain't doing nothing but watching these sheep here. Instead, even though they were terrified that the angels were there, they were obedient and they pushed through it because of excitement. The long-awaited Messiah had finally come. The angels. Surely that many of angels would not lie. So it was something they had to absolutely go see. And they couldn't wait. And in our own lives, we should be grateful for what God has done for us. We should recognize the blessings and through them find peace through obedience. And it should motivate us to witness, to share the message about the Messiah. If you are truly excited about God and what he's done for your life, you share it, right? If you find a great deal of something or if you've heard some great news, you all have that one person or maybe several people and family and people you can't just wait to share. Maybe even strangers on the bus, you're telling them, hey, this just happened, right? But too many times, regardless of all that Christ has done for us in our lives, regardless of all the blessings God has poured out upon us, we don't share. But through this excitement of what God has done for us comes a responsibility to witness for God. Luke 2.17 says, The shepherds told everyone. To put it in terms we may understand, if the internet had been around, this would have gone viral. Super fast. The shepherds told everyone who would listen all they had heard and seen. So everything. Everything the angels had said about the Messiah, 
and even what they knew the Messiah had come to do. Now, sadly enough, in today's world, we don't tell everyone because we want to be polite or politically correct. We don't want to offend someone. or their beliefs by telling them about Jesus. But I challenge us to be a little bit more like the sheep, the shepherds. They told who? Everyone. If I had some really good news, it may not matter whether I knew you or not, whether you could understand where I was coming from or not. In fact, I may be challenged to try to explain why it mattered so much. The Messiah has been born. What is that? He is the Savior. He's come to set us free. They were witnesses for God. And part of their witness was simply through their praise. The shepherds were joyful. I love this last little part when we were seeing when we read it. And not only does it say they told everyone they met what the angels had said about this child, but it says all who heard the shepherds were impressed. It had a lot to do with what they were sharing and how they were sharing it. They didn't go telling people, well, that Messiah we've been waiting for, he's finally been born. Instead, with joy and exclamation, they told people, the Messiah, he's here, he's here, he's finally here. We too. We need to connect our incitement to our witness and our praise. But even Mary was able to praise the Lord. That last little part said, Mary stored all these things away and treasured them in her heart. And that's where this faith comes in. It said seeing was believing, but when we put these things in our hearts, that's when we can experience peace because we're stored up. We 
We have them in our heart, and so when difficult things may come, they are there, ready to comfort us, to give us peace. We don't need to rely on our own strength. Because we can rely on the strength of the Lord. When we may seem bogged down, when we can't seem to find the joy in the moment, let us remember the shepherds. Who were excited about a century-old prophecy. And then when they realized that it had come true, were even more excited to the point they shared it and told everyone what they knew. Let us be like them to give our best, to obey where he leads us, to be excited who he is in our lives, to witness to as many others as possible about the good news of Christ, and to offer our praises to the Lord for coming for us, not just at that first Christmas, but for his return in which we await with excited anticipation. We're going to have a song today. And as it does, we'll have our time of prayer. And as it plays... Just take this time to reflect on the example of the shepherds.
Most gracious and heavenly Father, we just come before you right now this day, Lord, and help us, Lord. To be joyful, to be at peace, Lord, but to be witnesses. That our excitement in you, Lord, our praise for you, to you, may be a witness to others, Lord. And Lord, give us peace, your peace, through faith. We ask these things through your beloved Son, Jesus Christ. It's in his name that we pray. Amen.